1: Media.
2: (laughs) previously on flash tv talk and starkville labs
1: all right so if you want like so who by the way i know they didn't address this at all in this episode but where where are you guys right now in terms of who you think savatar is
3: i'm still not beyond the fact that it could be barry uh, 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 a tormented barry from the future i don't see that being the case just on the path that he's on
1: Okay. Because Bo, you, think you think he's HR,
3: and we're not doing the HR thing again.
1: No, it is totally HR. I am, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm all cards in, all bets on the table. I'm betting HR, HR Avatar. That's it who is we're talking HR. about. not a serious? stupid name. Yeah, I think that's he's, a, I think he's HR. Name. I think he's HR from the future.
3: Bo, what do we want to do to make this, uh, interesting?
1: Uh, I mean, I think, uh, Steve is putting up his, uh, Jesus Camp button. Uh, Bell's putting up a brogue button. I've got my, uh, Busted toe clipper. What do you have? I'm
3: thinking bigger. Oh, you want to go bigger? I'm thinking bigger. I toe don't tunes? have a bigger button around. That's fine. We're, we're just do- gonna, this is between Bo and me.
1: All right. So if if we're right, uh huh, then then you have to come to Jackson.
2: hmm
1: And you have to podcast with me together. Uh-huh. We're gonna do it together. Uh-huh. Can I come?
3: And if I win, Flash TV Talk is mine. No. no. (laughs) Oh, it just got real. If if I I would, you hang up your gloves and you leave town forever. This is old West rules.
1: (laughs) Um. So no. Okay. Uh. But how about you get you get you can have the you can have the TV. We'll keep the flash and talk. Hmm. Flash talk. Flash talk. Dot net. Yeah, we'll take and and I don't want the Starkville part. I'll just take the podcast hmm. and the labs, so we can make Flash Podcast
2: Talk Labs. Yes. Accelerating, Accelerating your, your fandom, fandom. This is Flash TV, TV Talk. Three,
1: two, Welcome to Flash Podcast Talk Labs. This is Bo, and I'm Bell. <laughs> Bell, man, how you doing tonight?
2: I am doing mundo. How are you doing,
1: man? I'm doing. Man? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. We've, uh, you know, we've got an awesome episode of The Flash to talk about. A lot of great things going on in the Flash community. I got to give a shout out, by the way, to um, yes, the man who is gloating harder than anybody has ever gloated in the history of gloating. And I mean, I, this is coming from somebody who loves to gloat. So you know, understand, you know, game, game. That's fine. But uh, Mr. Derek Russell over from Starkville Labs. Big shout out to him. Uh, not just for his prediction in which uh, I now owe him a a laundry list of items, but also because he was kind enough to have me on his show this last past week. If you've never given a chance to listen to Starkville Labs, you absolutely should. It's a great show dedicated to The Flash. They also talk some Supergirl over there. Uh, Great DC TV podcasters, OGs of the DC TV podcasting world. Those guys go all the way back to Smallville uh, with Starkville House of L. So, I mean, one of uh, what great podcasting do, you got to check him out. Again, Starkville Labs, subscribe to the show, give Derek his uh, his just rewards and all the props for his prediction for this week's episode. We'll talk about that much later on in the show, but tonight, man, we got to give a huge major shout out to some folks that are helping make this show happen because we've got some new inductees into the Patreon pool, my friend. We've got some heroes supporting this show. Ooh, and who do we got? Oh, man, you run them down. I'm talking Elodie. I'm talking Nikki. I'm talking Kristen, y'all are our heroes who are now helping make the show happen at patreon.com slash tv talk thank you so much uh we said it last week we'll say it again it is because of you that we are able to bring this content to you uh every single week that there's an episode of the flash we love doing that and not only that man we also have a brain trust inductee Ooh. Okay. Frankie Vargas. Frankie Vargas. Welcome. Thank you for joining our brain test. Yeah. Brain trust. Can't wait to work with you. That's right. As we discussed last week, as a member of the brain trust, we now own your brain. No, wait. No, (laughs) no, no. I got that in reverse. My bad. Yes. You own our brains. We are now trusting you with our brains. So you can come to our houses and do brain surgery on us, but maybe don't do that.
2: Yeah. Just, you know, leave a little bit of it left. I kind of need it.
1: (laughs) A big shout out. Frankie, Elodie, Nikki, Kristen, thank y'all so much for helping make this show happen. And hey, if you want to become a patron, a lot of great stuff in it for you. Uh, even at just a dollar an episode, you get the unlocked uh, full RSS feed going all the way back to season zero, including our Arrow TV Talk season one. And man, we are actually getting dangerously close to uh, doing our next bonus episode, which will be a Young Justice season two episode in review. Uh, so the more of you that uh, join up, become patrons at patreoncom talk. If you're listening on Satchel, click the Become a Patron button. It's right there on your. Screen screen. screen, uh, help make that happen. You get some extra content for you and, uh, yeah, you, you put us to work. We appreciate it so very, very much. Also, you know, I got to give, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to save that for the end. Um, Bell, we've got a, an episode tonight. We've got speculation upon speculation tonight. We got reveals tonight. I don't want to wait any longer. Let's jump into the rundown. The The rundown. rundown. Episode 20 of Season 3, I Know Who You Are, directed by Hanyel Culpepper, Hanyel Culpepper and story by Bronwyn Clark and Joshua V. Gilbert. Bell, what happened
2: this episode? Well, Barry, Cisco, and HR visit Tracy Brand to seek help in making a trap for Savitar. They are interrupted by Killer Frost, who attempts to kill Tracy, but is defeated before she escapes. Tracy returns to Star Labs with the team and is shown her future. Killer Frost returns to Savitar, who is angry at her for not killing Tracy. She later decides to kidnap Joe's girlfriend, Cecile, and demand Tracy in exchange. Killer Frost's plan fails, leaving a battle between her and Sisko. Defeated, she is whisked away by Savitar, but not before Sisko draws some of her blood in order to potentially make a cure for her powers. Later, Barry has a revelation regarding Savitar's identity and runs outside the city to confront him. Savitar confirms Barry's new assumption and reveals himself to be a future Barry Allen dun
1: dun dun dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so obviously there's a lot to talk about there's the one you know small thing that we all really want to anxiously talk about but even beyond the big reveal, uh, a lot happened this episode. You know, the, the battle for Caitlin's soul is on. You know, she goes by the name Killer Frost, but she has yet to actually kill anyone. And we actually get this huge dynamic between her and Cisco, where Cisco is very conflicted in wanting to kind of fight for her as opposed to fight against her. Uh, man. As as someone, I mean, I think this is safe to say, Bell, that that you like I since the beginning of the series have been looking forward to the day when Caitlin would go down the the dark path. Is it like, are you satisfied? Is this feeling right to you? Ah, uh, you know,
2: it's uh, yes and no because she's not a killer, like Savitar mentions. Uh, she hasn't, you know, really done too much to Team Flash. Uh, she hasn't really done too much to anybody else so it doesn't feel like a full killer frost we got going on here yet it's, it's it's more like a intermediary sort of thing like you said the battle for her soul is still on so we're not looking at her full-blown killer frost persona yet but what we've seen thus far i like it i i, I especially love the power set that they showed off this episode uh i love that daniel Pan- panabaker is having a lot of fun with this role it's very evident mm-hmm. in her portrayal of this character mm-hmm. uh so while i'm not I wouldn't say I'm 100% satisfied in that we've seen the on-screen representation of Killer Frost like we had in uh, on Earth 2. I do like where they're going.
1: Yeah. No, you know, the the display of her power set. I mean, she really leaned hard into it, right? I mean, that scene where she – I I, guess, I don't know if it's a chase scene or a battle scene, but basically when she does the Iceman, you know, flying in, surfing on the ice, that was incredible. Well, so was it Iceman or was it Frozone? Uh I guess Frozone did do that. I think it's just a general... Ice <laughs> that's powers is cool, power right? Yeah. Even in the uh, upcoming game Injustice 2, which by the way we got the uh, the game night for that on May fifteenth. More information about that at the end of the show. But even in the Injustice 2 game that's coming out, they give Captain Cold that ability. Like his gun creates a little path that he slides on. Oh, kind of like Sub Zero in Mortal Kombat. Does Sub Zero do that too? Sub Sub. Well, I mean, he would
2: he would uh uh squirt little icy patches that would make opponents slip. So I guess
1: kind of. All right. Well, that's the not the that. same as creating like a gliding. You know surf whatever you call that. Uh That's true. So all right, I was wondering if this was becoming like the standard ice power. I mean to some extent, kind of.
2: Yeah. I just want to say X-Men did it.
1: (laughs) I do believe, I mean, I could be wrong on this, but I mean, I think it is pretty common for Killer Frost of the comics to do that as well. I think Iceman is more well known for it, specifically because of Spider-Man and his amazing friends and kind of dating back to the, the early cartoon days. But no, I mean, Killer Frost has used this as a transportation method before, and it really translated well into live action. You know, a lot of times when we see Barry in these big chase moments, I think very specifically of him versus weather wizard. Um, you know, uh, I guess it was last season where he was flying through the city like that. Th- those kind of moments are huge because at the end of the day, yeah, the fights are incredible, but the fastest man alive needs to have some incredible chase sequences. And this was definitely one, maybe possibly my favorite of the series so far.
2: Yes. I thought it was cool. It looked neat. But my one question is why didn't Barry run up the track That to- Killer Frost had so conveniently made for him. Oh,
1: because he would have slipped, man. You know he's bitch.
2: <laughs> okay, so he doesn't have uh, uh all weather tires on his, or, or I guess all weather tread on his speed
1: shoes. Not yet, but maybe Disco needs to work on that. Otherwise, he could do the uh, what was it, the Batman and Robin thing? Click, click the heels, and then the little skates come out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Uh, if Caitlin remains a a a threat, uh, you know, maybe there might be some upgrading of the equipment to combat her. Uh, you know, given that we got Julian with the blood, when it was all said and done, I'm kind of concerned that that we are going to finish the season with Killer Frost reverting back. But what do you think?
2: Can we please not have a, ma- a magic blood trope? Well, just,
1: it's not healing blood. I, it's still. I, I, I feel like it's going to be a magic blood thing, is what they're going to do. All right. So explain the magic blood trope, because I, I think I know what that means, but maybe I don't. Okay, so magic
2: blood trope is a thing where, like, you have a character and uh, – so a, a prime example of that would be Khan's blood from Star Trek Into Darkness. Khan! They, oh, sorry. Yeah. They they use Khan's blood in Star Trek Into Darkness to bring Kirk back from the dead, and it's magic blood. So basically once they bring Kirk back from the dead, they've solved death, and the ramifications for that are just endless And and – they 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 have this blood that's magical because it can bring people back from the dead. There's like endless possibilities. that can cure all diseases. Everything is is it's really crazy. So you know, and, and you have that kind of thing where it's like the blood is magical and it can save people or whatever. Like and and maybe it won't be that because they're going to derive a cure from the magic blood. uh but it, it's I I don't know. I, I'm kind of hoping that uh we're gonna get a full blown killer frost and not have her be redeemed by some magical blood trope.
1: I gotta tell you, man. Like even seeing her in the full costume. Like, like, see her like give fully into it, and I, I really dig this Killer Frost. I, I guess our Killer Frost even more so than I liked the Earth Two version of the character.
2: Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I we definitely saw a
1: lot more of her and in, in in her capabilities. So, I can agree with that. It felt more personal, maybe. I don't know if that was it. I, I don't know. There was just something about the fact that instead of like an evil version of Caitlin, this was a Caitlyn that just kind of completely like gave in to who she was, right? Completely gave in to that persona and everything that she's done. You know, I I am really I don't know. I really do hope that we get to spend some more time with her. I don't mind <sighs> mm. Yeah, I, I guess I don't mind if if they end up using the blood as like, oh, we'll stab her with the blood and then she's fine for a while and then she goes killer frost again. I, as long as at the end of the day we get to spend in the future more time with evil Caitlyn than good Caitlyn, I'm happy. I know that sounds weird, but that, that character's destiny is to be a villain. I want her to be a villain. I want her to to, like fulfill that destiny uh, because I think that she's far more interesting. You know what? I'll go ahead and say it. Caitlin was far more interesting this episode than she's been the entire series. Yeah, I'll give you that. And that Uh, that is solely because she is, she is realizing her potential and she is fully giving into who exactly who she's supposed to be.
2: You know, and and yeah, I I agree with that. Like she's always been kind of this, you know, especially in later seasons, kind of like a, a, a character that's sort of there. You know, like not really a, a defined role because it used to be she was the bio person. She would help heal Barry and, you know, figure out those kind of things. But as the show's progressed, she's kind of gotten uh, less and less
1: of a niche. In well, Teen Barry, Flash. yeah, Barry can basically like, you know, he self self heals, right? Like, yeah, that was yeah. his that was his go to move. This episode is like jump in front of the bullets. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it's cool. I'm just going to vibrate and I'll be OK. But uh, so but yeah, so I, I'm hoping too. I agree with you. I, I want to see more Killer Frost. And so what I'm what I'm hoping we're going to see here is that uh, this new character, this Tracy Brand is going to be the new Caitlin for the team and mm. we can actually have a fully realized Killer Frost in the next season. So Tracy is going to kind of fulfill that role that, that Caitlin kind of had. Maybe uh, she's got this, you know, super sciency background and uh, maybe she can replace that void that Caitlin's going to leave on the team and then we'll get to see a fully realized Killer Frost Caitlin. Uh, as a bad guy in season four,
1: ok. this universe already has a felicity. I, I, all right. so so i'm I'm gonna get some hate for this because a lot of people I saw the love just outpour for Tracy, but I was like, "Oh, ok. But we already have a felicity. Why? <laughs> like she seems very similar Blated. to felicity in terms of. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess I didn't see Arrow tonight. Maybe we don't have a Felicity anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me ask you this, though.
2: Yeah. Uh, how much uh, speed force quantum mechanic knowledge does Felicity have?
1: No, no, no. I'm not. That's that, I'm not. I'm, you're, you're right from like a utility role, right? Like we we've even talked about it before. Like, you know, the the way that they kind of split up what Eobard was, you know, Eobard slash evil, quote unquote, evil wells in, in season one. They split him up into what became, uh you know, Jay and um. Who's the other guy? Uh, what? You mean Hunter's Oh Well, no, but wait, hang on. We made this point before, but like in season two, they split up kind of the the roles that Eobard facilitated in earlier seasons. But Anyway, point being that like, you know, I, I get the fact that that having somebody who can kind of like study the speed force kind of facilitates that that niche. I just, I'm just saying the characterization of Tracy came off to me in a very Felicity spoke kind of way. I mean, there, there can be two similar characters here. I just... Maybe I still have a bad Elicity taste in my mouth. And I mean, I, I know you can't have an Elicity without an Oliver, so I'm not too concerned overall, but I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, the, the only person that, that it seemed clear they'd try to ship her with would be HR.
1: Well, here's I the mean, other I thing. I don't care if HR's got, you know, yeah I, thing on the side. I, I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's not, it's not even necessarily that. I guess the fact is like, all right, did Mercury Labs lady die? Tina McGee? Yeah. Why can't she be the, the speed force expert? that would seem to make sense. Like we, we seem to already have somebody that facilitates that role and I'm, I'm scheduling and pay. <laughs> what? I, may, maybe it's cheaper to get
2: the, the actress who plays Tracy than it is to get Tina McGee. I
1: don't know. As I a season know. regular. She just seems very much like a Felicity character. And that, that's, that's, I'm not, again, there's nothing wrong. I love Felicity. I just, I've already got a Felicity. And so I, I don't know. On a separate show. On a separate show. On a separate show, but that you I, rarely watch. <laughs> Well, because they kind of messed up that character a little bit, but it's fine. It's fine. Look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into it too much, but, uh, but one way, or the other, yes, we were introduced to the character of Tracy. Uh, it is refreshing to have somebody who is so knowledgeable about the speed force. Um, I- interesting to have someone on the outside looking in uh, because all the experts that we have gotten in the past have been Zaleman, they've been Eobard, they've been, you know, actual speedsters. And so to have somebody who kind of studies it from her angle, it's really interesting. I, I did enjoy too the you know oh so it's kind of like I'm Sarah Connor and they're like no nah, not re- more of a Miles Dyson kind of situation.
2: Yeah, I love the Miles <laughs> Dyson. That was that was a good reference.
1: I was I would thought we might get something like that last episode given the uh, the robotic arms that Cisco was dealing with. Uh, speaking of which, Cisco dealing with a lot of emotions this episode. Uh, very reluctant to suit up against Caitlin. You know he he goes into how he's worried that he would kill her. Now that's interesting to me because we've never actually seen Vibe kill anybody, even when he's in full superhuman costume. And it's not like his name was Killer Vibe on Earth Two, <laughs> right? Right. Well, but at the same time, we do know on Earth Two he was a villain and a killer for sure. But he wasn't Killer Vibe. No, he was Rebirth. But <laughs> but even still,
2: well, so so it's it's a different thing, right? Like, uh, and I understand where he was coming from, uh, thinking that okay, so Caitlin's power basically unleashes her darkest self right uh whereas and vibe seats himself on earth too saying uh oh well you know maybe that's the same thing for my powers but i think what it was more with cisco is that cisco that cisco on earth Two, realized that his power set unlocked for him the potentiality of being a god mm. and he chose that path mm. whereas this cisco it's not that his powers are inherently going to make him evil it's whatever he chooses to do with them and I think that's kind of what Julian was going at uh, when he was talking to him is like, you know, this is one of those things where it's, it's a choice you have to make as to whether or not you want to be the bad guy.
1: Interesting uh, that Julian was the one to give that that pep talk, right?
2: Uh, I was kind of thinking it'd be an HR pep talk, but uh, HR already had a pep
1: talk. Uh, yeah, mean, HR was, you know, he was doing his own senior no thing, <laughs> you know, yeah. Cisco <laughs> talking to him through the headset. At, at first, I thought they were setting something up like that, like, you know, potential love triangle in the future where you know, Cisco would end up being the, the voice of the actual emotions and HR would be the one that's kind of in between. But, uh, no, that was not the situation. No, Cisco always falls for the bad chicks. Uh, Oh, that's true. And so not for her. So I guess she is, she is truly a good guy.
2: What if Cisco is like totally into Caitlin? Cause like, you know, I, I got a brother sister vibe. No, come on from then, you know, and now that she's evil, maybe that's going to like, you know,
1: <laughs> like now that's working so, for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Now, you know, they you, you even mentioned, I believe, on Twitter, there was kind of a, a Harry Potter nature to their battle between the two of them. It was a very much a
2: wizard's duel. Uh, and I kind of wanted Julian to say something.
1: To, <laughs> like, Expecto Patrodus.
2: Yeah. Uh, I wanted him so bad to make some sort of like pseudo Harry Potter quip while they were doing this, this whole uh, vibe killer frost wizards battle, but it didn't happen. But I, you know, even still, I kind of got it
1: as they were going into it. Like when, when Cisco was doing the walk up and everything else, like they, you, you felt the weight of what was going down because of all of these characters, at least in, in that generation, you know, obviously, you know, Iris and Barry uh, have, have their own unique, you know, history and everything else. But the, the quote unquote ancillary characters, uh, members of team flash beyond kind of the, the, the namesake, these are the two that go back the longest. I mean, Caitlin and, and Vibe, I mean, they've been together since and even before the beginning. You know, they've they've experienced the heartache of, you know, being betrayed by who they thought was Harrison Wells. They've they've gone through the ups and downs of this heroic experience. You know, they they have leaned on each other when the other one's world has fallen apart, there's a lot of emotion going into that moment. And you do, you feel it. Like even even though Caitlin is kind of cold to, to what's going on emotionally, <laughs> you do get the sense that she knows exactly what she's going into that fight to do. And, you know, Sisko in particular, like you just see it on his face, man. I mean, he's he's got the shades on, but I mean, the tears are back there. You know it.
2: Oh yeah. It, it, it was total like
1: Sadsco fighting through the... <laughs> you know <laughs> i wonder if next season we'll get some madsco oh madsco would be pretty cool yeah we got it we got to see that we've, we've got wait, wait, hold
2: on mad isn't angry or mad isn't crazy oh i meant mad isn't angry okay yeah 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 i think
1: reverb is kind of mad isn't crazy right yeah I mean, the whole god complex thing is is well of, you know it is interesting because i mean you mentioned it before about the um you know about savitar telling you know vibe the that he could have been a God or or he has the potential, he had the potential to be a God and he chose to work tech support or or, I guess more, more specifically, you know, referencing what Reverb told him. And that's coming from Savitar, somebody who is kind of the self-proclaimed God of speed and has represented himself throughout, you know, realities, all realities in, in that capacity. And so, you know, I think this, this notion of quote unquote Godhood, you know, thinking kind of in a little G pantheon type of way I, that, that narrative is kind of being pushed. You know, the, the, the fact that the DC heroes of the comics have always kind of been this kind of pantheon mindset. I like that. I mean, that's even like hammered in visually on the show. You think about the, the wall of justice that's, that's back behind, you know, the central city police station and they've got all the Greek gods, but we know that to be references to DC heroes.
2: Yeah. And here's another thing too, is why does it necessarily becoming a God have to always be a bad
1: thing? Could you not be a benevolent god? Well, when a god tells you wait, when someone tells you you're a god, you say yes. Ray, when <laughs> someone asks if you're a god,
2: you say yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cisco didn't learn that. He uh he didn't get that one. But that's all right. No. That's all right. He um he does kind of, you know, finally go into the fight. Julian I did feel like was a little bit back and forth. You know, we we have somebody here with Julian that that wants to save Caitlyn, but he is telling everybody to hold their punch or to not hold their punches. Is it because he's more interested in ensuring that she does not become a killer than he is yeah. about, you know, bringing her back from the brink?
2: I, I think it's one of those things. He wants her under control because he feels that once she kills someone, that that's pretty much game over for Caitlyn. Hmm. Did he? May, I, that, that's, that's what I'm feeling. Did he kill people? Did Julian kill people?
1: As as alchemy. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. What's the source? Well, I should probably we should probably save that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll save We'll that. talk about that. We'll now. save that. Um Papa Joe getting pretty happy. Uh until the L word came up. Well, Cecilia. You're breaking my heart. But not really, cause Joe's in
2: love. Well, kind of it's one of those things where it's like, I'm in love, but this love means terrible things for this person that would totally accept those things, even if I told them, but I think that they wouldn't. So I'm going to push them away. Trope.
1: No, it's, it's great. Well, it's, you know, (laughs) normally you see that in the, the, you know, the, the superhero, you don't normally see that in kind of the, the support support team, but you know, know, because Joe's just as vulnerable as, as Cecilia is. Yeah. But here's the deal. Joe's in it. You know what I mean? Like two of his kids are superheroes. And more, more important, like the two of his kids are not just superheroes, but they're like the superheroes of the city and potentially uh, the earth. So, you know, I, you know, it's not like he, uh, it's not like he can just kind of, you know, he can't walk away. He can't, he can't pull, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, Cisco could walk away. Caitlin could walk away. Uh, HR could, all of these people can walk away. Joe's in it, man. He he is in it. Cause this is his family. So I do, I do get where he's coming from, from that standpoint. It was kind of nice actually to see him deal with that weight and I thought actually kind of impressive on Barry to be like, no, you know what? This is your secret too. It's, it's your total, like, it wasn't even like you have to ask me for permission. It's like, oh, you're going to have to do it sometime. Might as well do it. Yeah. That
2: was cool. That, that was cool of Barry to extend that to to Joe. And, uh, you know, it makes sense, right? You know, cause it's, it's, they're all a team now. And at this point it's, it's everybody's kind of thing. It's like, they all trust each other enough to trust who they would bring into that circle.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And yeah, so I, I did, I did enjoy that. Um, Cecile, what do you think? She's in it now. So, so first though, I, I want to talk about this. I don't, I don't get the
2: whole push them away because they're going to be in trouble trope uh, that they've used repeatedly on flash. Because if any bad guy knows that Joe's affiliated with the flash, regardless of whether or not Cecile knows that Joe is on team flash, she's still at risk just by associating with him in general.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's the that's the trope, right? That That is what we always see. That's exactly what played out here is the, oh, I'm keeping you at arm's length as if that's going to keep you safe. And obviously- the But they haven't been at arm's length. That's what I'm saying. Well, but, all right. So my point is that like him not telling her as long as she doesn't know she's safe, he realizes that, right? And what the way he realizes it is exactly what happened. Even though she didn't know, she still became at risk because she was close to Joe. So I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's the trope. And this is the realization that normally comes with that trope.
2: Yeah. I would think the first thing to do is be like, you know, decide, I don't know. It, it, I'm a very dangerous person. You shouldn't hang around me because you may get kidnapped by super villains.
1: All right. So let's try to equate this into a real world scenario, right? Like if you are in a relationship with somebody and you find out, or maybe, maybe you start a relationship with somebody and you find out like that you're going to die. Like, like maybe, maybe you have like some sort of terminal illness or something like that. I think the natural inclination for a lot of people in that scenario to protect the one they love is to push them away. So that very specifically, they can't, you know, they, they, because they, so that they won't have to go through all that pain that you inevitably are going to have to go through.
2: Yeah. But I think that's also a, uh, a very, uh, selfish like, point of view to, to, to come from because what you should be doing is telling them that and letting them decide because it's like, look, I got this disease. I understand if that's something you can't handle. Uh, but I'd rather tell you and let you make that decision than for me to just to force you away without an explanation.
1: Yeah, no, I, All right. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. All I'm, right. I'm just all about honesty. That's just my whole thing. Honesty is the best policy. That is true. That is what they say, except for when it's not Iris. You know, I, I think Iris has is especially these last couple of episodes has been more of the subject than like a, a constant player in what's going on. Yeah, she's more of a subject and, and less of a direct object. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is that like very specifically, she hasn't been able to play a vital role into the the stories. Although my guess is based on the reveal, that's about to change.
2: So yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it's, I mean, what can she do really?
1: Well, there was even that scene where they were explaining to new girl, uh, to Tracy that, um, you know, about everything that's going on. And if you don't, somebody's going to die. And literally Irish just looked there looking sad. She was Cyrus, Sidious. C- C- uh no uh uh Cryris she was Cryris <laughs> Yeah <laughs> which is unfortunate you know I, I'm I, I like I like Iris taking action so uh you know it's it's but that, I mean I I get it when you've got so many characters it's it it makes sense that some take backseats. I mean shoot Wally didn't even show up to the, like the last 2 seconds they're like how is her three like well let me tell you while Barry yeah. has a flashback <laughs> like you know <laughs> So, you know, it is, it is what it is. I, I did like, you know, the fact that they, uh, that while he is back, um, would love some context as to why he's back. Do we know that? Yeah. He, he went on a date with, uh, uh, Jesse quick on Earth three. Uh, wait, but I know I, okay. Hang on. So Jesse was on earth. I thought that Jesse no, no, no. Okay. was on earth two. Okay. Oh wait, no, wait, this is where we got confused.
2: Jason, the speed force prison Jason's before, right?
1: Prison. Yep. Yeah. So
2: there's no flash on earth three, right? which just just forget the fact that also if jesse goes to earth three to be that flash there is no flash on earth two just forget that that doesn't exist okay don't
1: even worry about that uh so it's, jesse it's in the it's in the gideon turtle room i got it I yes got it. it is in the gideon turtle room. <laughs> where, where eobard where the eobard time issue is still a thing although i've got i i've got a fix for that by the way but keep keep going yeah so
2: uh so jesse is the flash of earth three now and so uh Wally went on a date or to go see her on Earth 3. That's why he was gone this entire episode. Okay. And then he comes back from that at the end and they're like,
1: "Oh yeah, how was your date?" Whatever. All right. Good, good, good. I I I got them I got miss I I got them all misshuffled in my mind. <laughs> it's yeah. there, but
2: all right. So. Understandable, but just, you know, remember that it doesn't matter that there's no Flash on Earth 2. Uh,
1: because super intelligent gorillas. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, they
2: they they, they made it seem that not having a flash in Earth 2 is not nearly as big of a deal as not having a flash in Earth 3.
1: Uh, well, we'll just leave that where it is for the moment. <laughs> All right, so that that covers... Uh, I think that covers a team, right? We talked about uh, Wally for the extent that we were able. Same with Iris. Uh, Joe, we talked about Cecilia. We talked about uh, uh, Tracy. We talked about Cisco. We talked about uh, Caitlin. Julian, we kind of talked about Julian. Uh, HR, okay, so so HR... Yeah, he, he you know, he trying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean,
2: honestly, if, if if a woman has a pulse, I think HR would hit on her. But,
1: you know, he, well, you know, we saw <laughs> we saw the HR of the future and um, he got game in the future. What is it? Is does, does game come with fame? Is that what we were to learn in the, in the darkest timeline? Uh, uh, that's what it seems like, because, you know, I mean, okay, come on,
2: you know, the romance novels, he's writing that kind of stuff. You know, people like those kind of novels. And so obviously they're going to want the guy who wrote them, I guess. I don't know.
1: Fifty Shades of HR.
2: Uh, all's Wells that ends Wells. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, one- that was the best joke of the entire series. Sorry, it was.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So HR, he's, he's, um, you know, he's trying to make a love contact uh, connection there with uh, with Tracy. All right. So so all that happened. And um, that was pretty much the episode. So there's not really much to speculate about or anything else. Maybe we'll go ahead and um, jump into some listener feedback. Anything else happened this episode? No, nah, that's pretty much it. We should just, you know, call it a night. That's right. Oh, you know, sometimes... Oh, wait, wait. <gasps>
2: wait a minute. Wait, what? What did we
1: forget? Barry Allen. How could we forget Barry Allen? Oh, we didn't talk about Barry. We didn't yeah. talk Barry, about Barry. You know, Barry had Barry. a pretty a pretty interesting episode, right? Uh, all right. So big moment. I think probably the entire series in this episode, Barry figures out how to use his powers to start a gas grill. I know, wasn't that cool? He, he can shoot fireballs like Liu <laughs> <Luke> Kang. <laughs> that was great. That made me so happy, too. Like the little little spark starter and everything else. I was like, ah. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. And you know, you lose that charcoal flavor, but you know, at least it's consistent. I big sell big. propane and propane <laughs> and <stuff.
0: laughs>
2: Come on down to Barry Allen's propane.
1: <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. This is the the cleanest burn in propane. No, okay. So yes, beyond Speedster ain't right. <laughs> beyond the uh, the epic uh, chase scene, the the turning himself into a gas grill, and uh, just the general awesome flash, um, fanatic action that we got this episode. We finally got the reveal, and okay. I've been asked on Twitter, uh, people have, people have been tweeting me like, Hey, what did you think? Uh, you know, how do you feel about this? We know you were really, you know, going for the HR avatar and everything else. Now, remember last episode, this is pretty much what we kind of ended up with, right? We were, we were, the pieces were there. Uh, and in fact, I think this season so far, we don't know how it's going to end yet. This season so far has been one of the most well-written seasons that we have ever gotten. Uh, I know that I'm, picking out a three here, but this very much harkens back to the first season in the, fa- in the sense that it feels as though they started with a mission statement. They started with the end in mind, knowing where they wanted to take these characters. And as we've gotten to this moment, the big reveal, it fits. It feels right. It feels as though the story has been woven so well, and the mystery of everything has been ro- woven in so well that by the time we get to the reveal and it's placed in, even that scene very specifically with all of the flashbacks and all of the callbacks and all of the different moments, things that many of you have been writing into the show saying like, it's future Barry, look, they're telling us, you know, like all of those moments, like they, they did it so well that even though I have been saying from the get go, I'm not a big fan of like the villain is the hero or the hero is the villain. I love the, I love the way they told the story. It was done so well and it felt very satisfying in that moment. And I'm kind of surprised at how satisfied I feel with the revelation. Bell, we now know that Savitar is a version of Barry Allen. Before no. getting into unpacking that, okay, well, one way or the other, we know that Savitar steps out and we see Barry behind the mask. Before getting into the whys and the hows and everything else beyond that. What how do you feel about this revelation?
2: So I agree with you. You know, it, it, it seemed like they had a clear idea from the beginning of the season. This is where they wanted to go. Uh, there, there's there's still with that, even though there's still a lot of questions that I have. and There's still a lot of causality problems that we have to deal with. Uh, and uh, there's uh, there, there's there's a lot of things to, to unpack here. And so I think this one makes the most sense. I think everything about this is this. This is it's it's uh, when you when you uh, consider everything that we've seen in the in the shows thus far, this makes the most sense. This is the the less you know out of left field WTF you know <laughs> OMG BBQ is going on, and uh, but still that being said, like because had it been Ronnie or had it been somebody else, it just been like what? Like how is this? Yeah. Because, you know, it, it all makes sense, right? You know, Barry's been there the entire time. That's where everything's been, you know, his and all that stuff. Oh, that him, scene that
1: kind of where Caitlin was, like, quoting him back at him?
2: Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, that's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, all of that works. And and all of that, uh, like you said, it makes it seem like they had this idea from the beginning and they didn't, you know, uh, change directions halfway through the season like they did season two with Hunter Zolomon and Zoom. Uh, but still, though, there's still a lot of issues that I have with that. I, 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 I'm, I, I, I. All right, let's I'm just, down with it. Like I think it's cool. Uh, and and I, I, I accept it and I uh, I think it works, except for I there they're gonna be a lot of explanations about some stuff. Oh look, look, look somewhere.
1: how about this, Ben? How about this? With all, all the questions and everything else, I think that's gonna bring us to this week's
2: Beaster Speculation.
1: Who the heck is Savitar? <laughs> I I I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right, so, okay, all right, so stepped out of the costume, and and as we said last week, that are, I guess I said this very specifically. I think that when he steps out of the costume, whoever that is, whatever the explanation, it's going to be a, it's going to look like Barry Allen. That's going to be a Barry Allen of some sort. Now,
2: and can I say that Steve called it on the nose? He had a scar. No, it
1: wasn't Steve. Steve? It was Derek. Derek called it on the oh, nose. Oh, sorry,
2: Derek. Yeah, Derek. yeah, Derek called it on the nose with the, uh, with the
1: scar. Yeah. No, it, I know. I was going back and listening to that because he, I mean, look, nobody, look, y'all think I gloat when I'm right. Y'all don't know Derek Russell. <laughs> Dude texted me. He tweeted me. He uh, he sent an entire eight minute long audio clip. <laughs> playing it back. That man is vindictive. <laughs> but no, 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 no. I, look, he he was absolutely correct. You're right, all the way down to the scar. But you've got questions. You've got qualms. What are you? What are your questions and qualms? Okay, so
2: it's Barry. We know that. Yep. So you know, the, the obvious first question is, you know, what berry is it? And I think that has a pretty obvious answer as well. And that is uh, Prime, Berry Prime, which is the berry that we follow as the main protagonist uh, of, of the season. No, I disagree with no, that. No, it, ha- it has to be Berry Prime. No, Okay, we'll con- continue. So the reason why it has to be Berry Prime is because Savitar says it's either you or me. And, uh, be- because like it-, it can't be,
1: well, he said that to his past self. He said that to his past self. No, he said that to Barry. Right. But th- Barry. All right. So the two are standing together. That is always going to be a past Barry that he's talking well, to well, Barry prime, right? Like, so, so there's Barry prime. He's not Barry prime. That's the thing. I disagree with your premise, so I'm not going to call him that. Let's just call him Savitar and Barry.
2: Okay. Yeah, but 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 what I'm talking when I say Barry Prime, I mean the 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 Barry we've been following this entire season. Okay, fair enough. All right, so yeah, all right, gotcha. That's Barry Prime because we've seen all sorts of other berries. We've seen 2024 Barry. We've seen uh, uh you know the yeah. night his mom got murdered. Barry. Yeah, we've that, seen a couple of those. Seen, yeah, we've that seen Future
1: Flash, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I say Barry Prime, I mean the okay. Barry that we follow in the season. All right, I'm following you. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So it has to be that Barry Prime, but it's not. But it kind of is, but it's not. Wait, keep going. Because – like, I, so you got to think about it, right? So uh, 2024 Barry, unless he was lying to Barry Prime, said he didn't know who Savitar was. But Barry Prime knows who Savitar is. He deduces that. So it can't be 2024 Barry because that Barry doesn't know who Savitar
1: is. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Wait, why – I don't think that 2024 Barry ever said that he didn't know who Savitar was. No, no, no. no, no, I him. no, you're right. He did ask him, but I got the sense he was lying. Like he wasn't about to tell his past self what was up. Uh, I, I didn't get that sense. I just got the sense that he didn't know. So one way or the other, remember the future that Barry attended is not the locked in future because that Barry had no memory of going back or going to the future, right? Like, okay. So it's a causal loop, but something's different this time. Do you know what's different this time? What is different this time? Flashpoint. This timeline, this causal loop was caused by, flat f- by, by Flashpoint. But we're now dealing with a Barry who's not associated with this causal loop because this is the Barry that undid pl- Flashpoint. So Barry returns to a timeline in which he has no memory of the past of, which also means that he has no influence over the future from that standpoint. So this loop has existed in this new timeline that he created until he himself experiences it, which means that he's able to change it. I can see that also. And this is, this I think is important because this Savitar is part of that dark Berry's future. And he's not that dark berry, which I think, and I said this last week and I'm going to stick with it. He's a time remnant. I think that the dark berry created this berry as a time remnant, Savitar berry, dark berry created the Savitar berry unintentionally. And that Savitar berry ends up becoming Savitar and so that I, I I think that future Barry, Dark Barry, I think that he was lying when he said he didn't know who Savitar was. I think that plays into the distraughtness because that's a Barry. Look, look, that's a Barry that lost Iris. And on top of that, probably knows that he, she was killed by a version of him like that. That takes you to a dark, hopeless place. And that's the Barry that we got last episode of the future. Uh, that's it's, it's bizarre,
2: though, because to know that he is responsible for killing iris he could
1: then not do that and change that causal loop well so I, I so all right so it comes down to this do you think do you disagree with me that that Savitar barry is a time remnant
2: i mean i i don't i don't know because you know like you said earlier flashpoint really throws everything off because by barry coming into this uh fixed flashpoint universe he's kind of the He's Barry Prime from the Prime timeline, but the Prime timeline doesn't exist anymore because of Flashpoint.
1: Wait, I'm really confused then. So, so how do you explain, if he's not a time remnant, then how would you explain where Savitar Barry comes from?
2: I mean, maybe, are you talking about like the 2056 Barry who left the voicemail, said, hey, yo, don't trust don't trust me because he made a time remnant? I
1: think that, that 2056 Barry is still, I think that's Dark Barry. I think that's future Barry from last episode sad sperry. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes yeah, i i i don't know
2: i, I mean I, I guess time room it makes the most sense just because you can have an infinite number of them and he tells really... them
1: specific oh hang on hang no on. he uh, uh gunner
2: in the, uh gunner in the chat mentioned it uh 2024 barry said that uh barry would use time to fight savatar savatar would kill them but not all of them
1: all right, hang on. We are getting a oh, uh, is Derek? we're getting taken over right now. Um, again, no one likes to gloat like Derek Russell, so he's actually calling in live to the show right now. As that we're is trying. a
3: bold face lie. <laughs> I'm coming here to defend myself because I'm I, I went to Sonic to get a lovely frozen limeade <laughs> and I saw my buddies Bo and Bell were podcasted and I thought hey, they're doing it live. I'll just listen along with them. So I'm sitting there waiting for my frozen limeade. Sure. <laughs> at the radio because they're up there talking bad about me saying i'm vindictive and that's not
1: now hey no this I is not a vindictive, vindictive move at all mind. Derek.
3: Now, so so the moral of the story is neither one of you get a frozen line made i got a Route 44 for myself
2: oh come on man you could you, you. well i don't know if it would have stayed frozen by the time i got to austin but i appreciate the thought those things
1: they, they cool. <laughs> All right. So Derek, um, we're in the midst of talking about, of course, you know, how who is Savitar. Yeah. Who like, you know, now that we know who he is, how, how on earth, you know, who is he really? I think,
3: right. I think, I mean, how is Savitar?
1: How? <laughs> so, so, so bell here is trying to wrap his brain around it. He hasn't quite gotten there yet. I still think that this is a, a, a time remnant, uh, created by, you know, the, the berry of the future. What, what do you think, Derek? Where, where is this Savitar? Where is Savitar Barry coming from?
3: I think it's somewhere between 2017 Barry and 2024 Barry. 2024 Barry began removing the time remnants. And one of them, obviously, we saw the impact of Joe's words. If you don't have love, what do you have? Mm. And one of them, you know, I guess if you had multiple personalities, each of them are going to feel a different way. One of them just goes rogue. And I mean, he obviously is impacted differently. Maybe he saw something that the other time remnants didn't see. And maybe he just reacted differently. Maybe he he thought the best way to get back at it is is vengeance. Now, why that becomes being the very thing that hurt him in the first place?
1: Well, I think maybe self-preservation, right? I mean, that does seem to be what Savitar is about. I mean, uh, Bell, uh, earlier you mentioned specifically that, you know, he keeps on saying it's you or me. And the argument that I was making is he's saying that to an earlier version of Barry, which means that if he kills Barry now, he can no longer exist. Um, therefore, Barry has to exist long enough to create this version of Barry in order for him to then kill Barry, because he can now like once Barry t- creates the time remnant and Savitar gets the, his moment of creation, then Savitar, uh, you know, the, the Barry Savitar that we just saw, then he can actually take the kill shot and still exist because he's on a separate path. Yeah. What
3: did I text you Monday? What was the line? It was from the video I, I made of uh, of Al- Alvatar.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, he's Starkville Labs for reference. I, I, uh,
3: I want so badly to kill you, but you have to wait a little longer, long enough to see Iris die. Exactly. If I kill you now, it the whole thing.
1: Exactly. Unper- yeah, when it all comes down to it, more so than anything else, Savatars, uh, you know, his, his modus operandi, he's all about self-preservation. At this stage, even even to the extent that he is acting this out. Right. Like he knows he knows the moves. He knows the script. He knows where he's supposed to be and when he's doing it all by the letter. He has no uh, he has no desire to rewrite history. He's not even willing to sacrifice himself, you know, which I think is really interesting, especially if he does turn out to be a time remnant is because the last time we saw a Barry time remnant, he sacrificed his life. To save the universe, uh, to save the multiverse, actually, and so now we actually have a twisted version of that with a savatar who is so hellbent on his own, uh, his own existence that he will go through that whole heart aching moment. In fact, cause it himself just to maintain, you know, who he is and, and what he's doing. Uh, it's, this, is a, this is a dark berry, but hats off to you, Derek Russell, for both calling it and in fact calling it down to the scar.
2: Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Except he didn't have an eye patch. I was I was
3: on set, so I pretty much
1: never. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So 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 wait. Is that is that true? No, that was not. True. Okay. All right. Because I, <laughs> I was about to say I'm gonna I'm going I'm going have to uh you know take back some of these some of these agreements <laughs> if you actually had. No. Uh, we 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 wrote that in blood.
3: Well, I get. I get Flash TV talk now, right? No, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> no, you get the TV and Flash TV talks.
2: So Not even that. Watch.
1: No, we never agreed to that. No, no, Bell, stop that. When you say it out well, loud, I do have a Brogues button. Yes, you do have a Brogues I button. Agree with that. Uh, no, no, no. What the final agreement was? Me coming to Tupelo. I will bring with me my broken toenail clipper and Bell's Brogues button, and I will present I them to you.
3: Your... I don't want your broken toenail. I...
1: All right, so, so you're taking that back. That's good, because I don't know where that is anymore. But uh, one way or the other. You
3: know what? This suffices. This is all takes care of it right here.
1: Oh, okay. I see how it is. Now you don't want me in Tupelo. Well, I'm coming anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you called me vindictive.
1: I'm going to roll your you house. It was
3: vindictive. I may have cut a two-hour episode down to an eight-minute audio <laughs> That was just for fun. I don't know how that was vindictive, but otherwise I'm not been vindictive.
1: No, it's all good, Matt. All right, well, congratulations to you. We'll let you enjoy your your lime Slurpee.
3: Hey, thanks for having me. It's not a Slurpee; it's a frozen limeade, <laughs> and it's Route 44. You, you would know that if you had gotten one, but you didn't because you were mean to me. Oh, all right, we'll make it up to you before the finale. I love you both. You boys have the best flash podcast on the
1: internet. You do.
2: No, that's not true at all. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Bye, Derek. All right. Always
2: great talking to you.
1: always love talking to uh, Derek Russell. Shout out to him again. The good, good folks. Him, Steve do a great show at Starkville labs. If you've not checked it out, you absolutely should. And uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not vindictive at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, all well, right. It wasn't vindictive. It was just, uh, you know, when you're right, you're right. Oh, yeah, no, this is, hey, look, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. So, so, but Bell, um, so, so have we brought you along with this concept that, that you know, the avatar is going to be created by this Barry and he's going to skew off? Uh, let, me, let me pitch it to you this way. Do you remember the video game Soul Calibur? Yes, of course.
2: I destroyed you at it numerous times.
1: Uh, actually, the first time that we had the tournament, I was in the final running. I was in second place and I lost to Jim. That's, that's a whole other thing. All right. So here's the deal. In that game, <laughs> there is a character of Nightmare. Do you remember Nightmare. Oh, yeah, I remember Nightmare. Nightmare is Singfried. I, I'm, as, I'm, as I'm about to like lay this out, I'm realizing that most of our listeners are not going to appreciate this, so maybe it's a, bad, <laughs> it's a bad
2: reference to make. I mean, everybody's heard of Soul Calibur, right? Right. One of the greatest fighting games of
1: all time. It's incredible. Uh, but anyway, point being that Singfried becomes Nightmare, and at some point they split into two so that Singfried is res- restored to himself and Nightmare exists. So they, they both share the exact same history, but at some point they became two separate entities. In many respects, this is exactly what's going on with this Barry. They both share the exact same history and origin point. So they both share uh, the, the future Sad Barry and the Savatar Barry both share the history that is what you were calling Barry Prime uh, and what we've experienced all season. But by the time we get to the finale, at some point, that's going to be a skew off moment where suddenly we would theoretically be left with one Savitar Barry and one future Barry who hopefully will not be sad Barry because Barry prime is going to make some changes this time around, which is going to ensure that somehow, yes, a Savitar will be created, but also a Barry and Iris will both be alive and not sad when it's all over. They'll be able to go see. Him. Well, but I mean, that's the thing though. If Iris doesn't die, then how was Savitar created? Um, it could be. I mean, what's the other thing that we were introduced to this season? Uh, the philosopher stone. They're going to take his face off. I think that when it all comes down, like, like remember that HR face technology reshaping everything. Yeah. What if he hooks somebody else up with that? Like, what if Joe, I am I'm, I'm look after all happy go lucky, Joe working things out with a seal and they're going to, you know, be all happy and stuff. The happier Joe gets, the more I'm convinced that by the end of the season, he's going to die. I think he's going to end up using that same technology to trick Savitar into thinking that he's Iris. But I, I'm, I mean, that, that
2: no, that can't happen because Savitar would know that he's doing that. And, and okay, so what we've seen from the preview for next week. Not if Barry doesn't know it, that he's doing that. Right. So so it, it, it this amnesia plot device they're going with next week would have to work in order for Barry not to be able to create any new memories so they can trick Savitar that, that way.
1: uh Do we know that that's what's going on next episode? Yeah, that's what the little preview seemed to be. Yeah, it seemed to be. But I, I was wondering if actually in the preview is more of like vibe bringing him to his like earlier self, like mentally. I don't know. No, I don't go. I don't like, you know,
2: block him from making new memories.
1: I don't go based off of previews. I go based off of content.
2: It's just bizarre because if Iris doesn't die, then I don't see
1: how Savitar can exist. Right. Exactly. All right. In my mind, and I could be wrong on this, but I think what's going to end up happening is Barry's going to fight finale time. Barry's going to fight Savitar. He's in the process. He's going to create time remnants. It's going to be for whatever reason. Like, even though he knows he's not supposed to do it, he's going to end up getting to a point where he just, he feels like he has to do it. Otherwise, like while he dies or something of that nature. During that process, Savitar is going to defeat Barry and kill Iris. But little does Barry know, or Savitar, that that wasn't actually Iris. It was Joe. Savitar then runs off. Or no, th- uh, Barry then defeats Savitar and locks him in the speed. No, but that would have to be the previous version of Savitar. I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see how it all comes together. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like they trap let, – let's say they trap Savitar
2: before he has a chance to kill Iris. He instantly does not exist anymore.
1: Um, I mean they, they could do that. I mean that would that would harken back to season one because it would be the exact same situation.
2: Yeah, because in order for Savitar to exist, Iris has to die. That's what, that's what uh, Savitar himself says. Yeah, I agree. He says
1: – Or at least, uh, at least a version of Barry Allen has to experience the death of Iris by the hands of Sabotar. I I think there's a way for the, you know, again, they may, they may go season one route and like, you know, have Barry get a vasectomy. (laughs) They could, they could have Eddie kill himself, you know, essentially, and, and, you know, just erase him from time and that'll cause all kinds of problems and, and everything else. But they, they could do that. They've done it before. I just don't think that that's what it's going to be. I think they're going to close up the loop in some way. Mostly because I think I mean, Savitar is kind of a really interesting villain, and I would hate to see us lose him as a villain.
2: It just it just doesn't like that's the thing though that the entire the, the, Savitar exists only because Iris dies. If Iris doesn't die, no, you know, you, see, you keep
1: it. saying that. I don't think that's true. Savitar only exists if Barry experiences the death of Iris. Or a version of Barry experiences the death of Iris. If Barry. It, it it doesn't have to be Iris actually dying. Yeah, but Barry is time, right? And not Barry a time Prime. remnant though. I mean, that's the thing. If we're if we're dealing with multiple Berries, we know Future Sad told us he created time remnants when he fought Savitar. We see yes. a version of him that's not Sad of the future, and specifically looks like he came from a fight. And I'm telling you, and also on top of that, we also learned this episode called this last week. But we also learned that the suit is actually a prison, like the suit is the prison. No, they, they harness the energy of the suit to turn it into a prison. Exactly.
2: Right. So I think what's but go- like the suit's not the prison. They they like turn the energy around on it to turn it into a prison. Just you wait, Henry Higgins. But I don't know. It's just it's just it's just weird because I just I don't I don't see how uh, because this this future Barry has either either he was lying twenty twenty four Barry was lying. Uh, and say he didn't know who he was or uh, by Barry having knowledge of who Savitar is, that future Barry doesn't exist anymore.
1: Someone's going to die at the end of the season. Yes or no?
2: Oh, no. This is what it is. It's not a Barry time remnant. It's an Iris time remnant.
1: <laughs> what? Oh. Barry goes and gets another no, version of Iris. No, that No, no. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. He did it for himself. Iris would, would,
2: would Iris would totally step up and do that. He,
1: I, I don't doubt that Iris would be willing to do that, but I just I can't I can't Barry would not do that. It's the only thing that makes sense. I disagree. I think that there's other ways for for someone else to die and have Barry believe it was iris slash Savitar. Like they have to satisfy that moment in time. I think that's hokey though. Is it? I, I mean, it's hokey. Technically, the, the whole future Barry, evil Barry is a hokey con. <laughs> like uh, No,
2: I, 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 I don't think it's necessarily because, like, you know, you, you had the dark, uh, dark Wally, uh, but that was an alternate timeline kind of thing. He didn't come back into his past and try to, like, torment himself. It's technically, but Wally's
1: cousin. It's, but anyway, yeah, it's
2: called ah, causal loops, man. This is why causal loops drive
1: me insane
2: as plot devices, because it doesn't make any sense for this, for him to be a villain, for him to go back in time and, like, set up all this stuff for his own creation it's it, it all
1: ah it's just it's just weird and it let's it just see how funny. it plays out let's just see how it plays out i think so so you're i guess you don't necessarily have a prediction because you can't figure it out as no no but
2: my, my prediction is is uh an iris time remnant
1: okay all right so you're you're predicting iris time remnant when it's all said and done i i think that there's going to be some sort of face-off type switch and that someone is going to die and that everybody involved in that fight is going to think that it's iris but it won't actually be iris because it's an Iris time remnant. I, well, no, I, I don't, I, Iris for, for one thing to Iris time remnant is Iris. Like that's the thing. Even, even evil Barry, if B, evil Barry is a time remnant, if that's the case, that's still, that is still a Barry Allen. Uh, Barry could go to earth 29
2: and go find an Iris that doesn't even know who the heck. No, Barry, Allen Barry sacrifice that's her. no,
1: absolutely not. I, I, I'm sorry. No, we're already dealing with an evil Barry Allen, which I hate the concept of. But, but I've, Look, I no, refuse no, no. there, to there's, believe. There's
2: Infinite Earths, aren't there? Are there infinite Earths? Yes. Then there is an Earth where Iris uh, has uh, Barry died uh, before Iris uh, at the same age. You know that she is right now, and she's totally sad, and she wants to go see Barry again. And so he finds this Iris and he's like, hey, Uh Iris, I can I can you know, if you help me, I'll help you. It's like, you know, you're too strong. You're not going to kill yourself. And I respect that. But there's this guy who wants to kill you on my earth. How about you take her place? That way you can be reunited with your Barry in whatever Speed Force Afterworld that you'll go to. And that way I'll create myself uh, as Savitar.
1: Hey, uh, everything's peachy keen. You know, Bell, when I bought this house, I'm only 5'5". I I can't quite get to the top shelf. And since you're so good at reaching, maybe you can just come down and help me out around the house some.
2: Look, I'm using the rules that have been established by this universe. So so am I.
1: I am too. And your rules are dumb. Mine
2: are better. Look, I'm telling you I'm telling you, it's an Iris time remnant. I'm
1: right, calling we'll, it right now. We'll see what happens. You're saying Iris time remnant. I think it's going to be a face-off situation. Uh, we will see what we will see. I mean, there is a lot of different options at play here. I mean, as you kind of referenced, they could do a season one finale type situation. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I am really excited, man. I, I've never been more excited for a season finale, I think, ever uh, to see how this all concludes and, and the way they tie this up. Look, this is not a series that is known for tying things up in a neat little bow. Uh, but but one way or the other, it's still kind of exciting to see how how you know if and how and will they stick the landing. They, in my opinion, they did in second season. They kind of did, although it was kind of what was uh what was the the pole vaulter that that stuck the landing but broke her leg in the process. I don't it's know Mary Lee Retton. I don't
2: know.
1: No, it was back in the '90s. Come on, she did the pole vaulting thing. Yeah, I know
2: you're talking about. I don't
1: remember who it was. And she she like everybody was like ah oh, you know it's like she's a hero and such no. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. All right. Well, regardless. Anyway, <laughs> that was season one. But I, and so we'll see what they, uh we'll see what they do here. All right. Hey, this is Patrick Sabongi, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police <laughs> in my home. Listener feedback this week, man, we got uh, great listener feedback coming in live, which is always awesome. Uh, but first we've got an iTunes review in from Greg Y who writes and says flash tastic show, uh, the best wrap up show covering the flash. They play off each other, uh, great and never stepping on each other. Well, most of the time, uh, as they give the most in-depth wrap up reviews of the week and try to predict just where they may go. Uh, in the future, look forward to this show as it gets me through an hour ride to work every week. Love it. thank you, Uh and jeep up the great work. I think he means keep up the great work, but maybe he's in a jeep, no, no. yeah, he, maybe he's a jeep aficionado. It, I don't know. it could be very well could be. Um, but man, we've also, you know, we've had a, a great, a lively uh, chat going on tonight. Obviously, we've had uh, um, intruders from other Earths popping in in the middle of the show. Uh, but what did you guys think? Those of you who are in the live chat right now, what's some of your feedback for this particular week's episode?
2: Uh, well, I mean, so so there is something I can address here. Uh one a pineapple in the chat uh, talking about my uh, time remnant Iris theory. Uh, It mentions that only speedsters can go into the speed force. Uh, And yes, that's, that's what we've seen thus far. But I think there Mm. are also uh, ways that they've gotten around that they have the time bubble thing uh, that uh, uh, Eobard has used to pull legends through the time stream. Uh, So we've seen that, Uh, that that's kind of what I'm thinking is going on. Like like if if Eobard can do it in legends, then Barry can do it uh, on, on the flash. So, I'm still going with the, the Iris time remnant theory because Eobard pulled time remnants of, uh, or he pulled, you know, the, uh, uh, the Legion of doom through time. So I'm thinking Barry's going to try the same thing.
1: Mm. The green arrow in the chat saying this episode is a mind boggle. What are the chances that black flash gets involved with the finale uh, and can uh, be absorbing. Tachyons making it seem as though Savitar is running as fast as he does. Um good thoughts there. You know the um uh Black Flash, I was thinking about Black Flash earlier today and uh specifically the end of Legends. Um I mean, this is kind of spoilery for what happens at the very tail end of Legends, but at the end of it, Eobard gets stabbed in the chest by Black Flash, but then rather than die, kind of decomposes himself very similar to the way that he did at the end of season 1 of uh of The Flash. And I realized something. We've had a bit of a problem causal loop wise uh, since the end of Flashpoint with Eobard not going back to the past and, in fact, going over and creating Doom World and everything that happened on Legends of Tomorrow. What if what Black Flash actually did was return Eobard back to the past?
2: Oh, so like uh, that's the reason why he dissolved is because he met the same fate that he did in the past. Well, the Black flash just touching him.
1: So, so yeah, like, like very specifically, he just left doom world and ended up back on the street in the past with no memory of what happened on legends of tomorrow so that he could then go on, oh, find Harrison Wells. And so the timeline is restored. Like if, if black flash, despite the fact that he looks acts and essentially from the comics is a supervillain, What if literally the only thing that he was doing was serving was to return, like restore the timeline. You know what I mean? kind of like the
2: race that's that's the point of the race is to restore the timeline and the and so race the black created flash,
1: black flash yeah
2: yeah and the race creates the black flash the black flash restores speedsters when they screw up like that and uh because it looks like the race were like you know sucking life energy out of Barry whereas mm-hmm. when black flash caught Eobard he yeah like did the disintegration thing so yeah that would be an interesting sort of thing to see if uh, black flash sent Eobard back to where he was supposed to be and thus reset the timeline
1: I, like I think it. I think that could work. I think yeah, I think that, that would make some sense. And it would make sense if uh, Black Flash got involved with Savitar. Uh, Lauren writes in. She says, I really like this week's episode. I love Tracy Brand. She seems to have uh, great chemistry with the cast and I'll always take another female scientist. I'm also in love with Killer Frost's new suit. Oh yeah, that is awesome. Uh, it's gorgeous and fits the character so well. Danielle Pennebaker has been killing it. <laughs> no pun intended. Playing a villain. Uh, you can tell she's having a lot of fun. This may... This may be a bit of an unpopular option, but I like I liked the avatar reveal. It ties together the theme, the season of inner demons, and being your own worst enemy. I wish they don't uh, they didn't do the flashbacks before he revealed, though. I thought it made it less cinematic. Uh, overall, a fun episode, and that sets up a lot of exciting stuff for the last three episodes. Yes, I think that um, you're exactly right. This is uh, this is definitely building up to something incredible. Um, you know, I think that yeah, I I liked the the kind of the, the tying it all together in one nice little bow with with them kind of hitting up you know this moment and this memory and this quote and all that kind of stuff. I I I really enjoyed that and for me. Somebody who wasn't necessarily looking forward to it being evil, Barry, like that made the moment for me personally.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, you're you're right. They they tied everything together. Like Lauren, yeah, you, know, you said they they had the uh, inner demons thing. The uh, you know, with with Killer Frost and her struggle there, and then you have Vibes struggle with you know him trying to harness his powers and not and not do things that he doesn't want to. So there's this you know internal conflict uh, throughout the entire season. And yeah, you know, it was a nice payoff. It was a nice lead up to that, and they did tie it together with a uh, with a nice bow, like you said, bow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right there at the end so yeah I,
1: I dug it i dug it as long as they put a little bell on that bow then uh, it's all good here
2: uh what did karen Hey-o? say oh uh karen wrote uh it was okay i just hope they explain which future Barry avatar is and soon i hope that at the season finale that barry borrows from the speed uh borrows the speed from wally and jesse to shove Savitar back into the speed force and rescue jay that would be pretty cool because i'd love to see some jay garrick gotta have me some jay garrick uh, and that would be an, an interesting thing we've never seen before, him borrowing speed from Wally and Jesse to get the speed he needs to defeat Savitar. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Karen. I want to know which future Barry that he is because I'm still kind of like Iris can't die or Iris has to die for, for Savitar to be, be around, and so I'm kind of like, ah, you know, scratching head, all that kind of stuff.
1: I think there's a way to write that. I mean, I think there's a way to conclude it in, in a very simple way. Yeah, Time Remnant and Iris. anyway (laughs) thank you so much for your feedback guys y'all are awesome especially those of y'all who are tuning in here live Uh, we really appreciate it by the way we've got a big event coming up uh, very soon here on May 16th uh you know speaking of evil superheroes uh who turned evil because uh they, their uh the their loved one has died in front of them uh Injustice Injustice 2 the uh, the fighting game is coming out on May 16th and we will be doing a, a an online gamer meetup uh for those of you who are interested who are getting that game on launch date uh, we'd love for you to join us. So May 16th, the time is 9. That's going to be 8 Central, 9 Eastern. If you want to, you can play on Xbox with Bell. You can play on PlayStation 4 with me. All of that information is now up and available at flashtvtalk.com. Uh, we'll probably be doing some streaming as well. Bell will be uh, streaming it up on the Twitch channel. I'll probably be streaming it up on YouTube. So join us. Uh, be part of that live stream. It'll be right after the penultimate episode of The Flash this season. So I'm sure we will have tons to talk about live on that uh, on that stream with you specifically who are able to join us? So again, Injustice Two, May sixteenth. We'd love to have we'd love to have you with us. By the way, this this episode marks another multiple of ten on our iTunes reviews, and that means we give away a free digital comic. Woo! Now for real this time, for real, and and not like six months from now. No, 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 not 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 six months from now. But for real. All right, Bell. Can I get a drum, 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 drum?
2: Yes, drum, 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 drum,
1: drum, drum. And the winner is DCM2002. Woo! Congratulations, DCM2002. Get in touch with us and stay in touch with us and then constantly text me (laughs) and message me. And then
2: make me shame him into eventually just doing it on the air.
1: There you go. Digital comic of your choice. (laughs) Let's get that to you. But uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of you who are uh, heading over to iTunes, writing us those reviews. It is an awesome way to help support the show. uh, And we really greatly appreciate it. It doesn't cost you a dime to do. But if you are willing to spend a few dimes to help make this show happen, to come out with the regularity and quality that you enjoy, uh, head over to patreon.com slash tvtalk or click become a patron right there on the screen if you're a Satchel podcast player user it'll take you right to our patreon page where for as little a dollar an episode you can help make the show happen hey those of you who are superheroes on up you get some great shenanigans and additional content and uh and and you know continuing on up to our brain trust and even our dare i say share level you want to know what i'm talking about head over to patreon.com slash TV talk. Check all the way at the bottom, especially if you're share it's meant for you and no one else. All right. So check that out. Patreon.com slash TV talk. Uh, you can of course keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us at flash TV talk, but if
2: 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash
1: at potestery.com. That's P O D A S T E R Y. Com. And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk.
2: And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for providing our outro music. You can check out the rest of his
1: awesome stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. Hey, stick around, by the way, at the very end of it. If you're interested in hearing the full eight-minute clip reference to this episode, uh, what Derek was talking about, uh, we've, we've got it. We've got all that pulled from Starkville Labs, so you get some additional shenanigans at the uh, tail end of this episode. Stay tuned. I know you'll enjoy it. And until next week, we'll be back in a flash. Like So who – by the way, I know they didn't address this at all in this episode, but where, where are you guys right now in terms of who you think Savitar is?
3: I'm What's still like? not beyond the fact that it could be Barry, uh, 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 a tormented Barry from the
1: future. It seems as though the theme of this season is about causal loops. And so if, if Savitar was Barry from the future, um, that would have him locked in a causal loop, which means that this Barry would have to be an evil – like it couldn't be an alternate Barry. It would have to be this Barry, and so I I just – I don't see that being the case, or at least that's
3: just on the path that he's on.
1: But that would mean that, like, literally, then then like there can be no season four or or at the very least at the end of the season, we always know that at the end of Barry's outcome, he ends up becoming Savitar.
3: Not if he can change his outcome,
1: but he can't. That's what I'm saying. Like we're in the midst of a causal loop. Much like comic books, it uh-huh. seems like the rules change from story to story, uh-huh. and I think that we get that from season to season on the Flash. And so it seems as though this season uh, causal loops is kind of the rules that they're going based off of. Okay. Whereas Savitar keeps sa- stating very specifically that everything that is happening he's already experienced, so that you know he knows that. I think you're, so, you're
3: making too big a deal out of it. It's a simple question of semantics and grammar. Is it? Yes. It all comes down to the episode when Savitar sent Wally to the Speed Zone, uh, the episode before last. Uh, speed Zone? I mean, Speed Force, excuse me. Really? Okay. Speed Zone's the skating rink here. Yeah, it's, it's a simple question of, of grammar. It's either uh, I'm the future, comma, flash, or I'm the future, flash. Ah, uh, that's a red herring
1: right
2: there.
3: What if they just hit it right under our nose like that the whole time? <laughs> uh, I, think it, I think it's simple grammar, Bo, and I think you're wrong.
2: Um, so you well, think he's future Flash?
1: Yes. Okay. Because and, you, think do you think he's HR, and ep-
3: we're not doing the HR thing again.
1: No, it is totally HR. I am. I'm. Yes. I'm. I'm all cards in, all bets on the table. I'm betting HR. HR Avatar. That's it who we're not talking HR, about. Are you and being that's a serious? Yeah. I think that's he's. A, a I think he's HR. Name. I think he's HR from the future. Kill Flash and
3: everything. No, because I think. Yeah. I think Plus, whoever is in the suit is the speedster. It's not the
2: suit that's the speed. Okay, so you think there's a speedster in the suit. Correct.
1: Mm. Now, if that was Barry, though... why would you have a speedster in a suit? Huh? Why would you have a speedster in a suit, though? Well, why does Barry have a suit, man? Come on! (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's not a suit of armor. If the person underneath the armor is a speedster... uh, Because, I mean, I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, you know, armor to protect themselves. I, I gotcha. But here's the thing. What we keep on being told is that this the Savitar has relived everything that is currently being experienced in the present is his past. And so it would have to be a speech that exists present, which I guess is validating if which would work if it was future Barry Allen. Yeah. Okay. All right. right, Fair enough. I I just, so if Savitar is
3: future Barry, he's like 1985 skewed off Biff.
2: But so the only other skewed off universe that we have here is flashpoint. And there was no Barry Allen in flashpoint. That's I'm my telling problem you, with I'm that. I'm
3: telling you. Here, here's what it is. It's Barry on the track that he's on now is leading to all this. Once we find out that that is Barry, Barry, th- everything will change. So, I see. so Barry whole, will change, whole, change the future. His whole
1: motivation this season has been about changing the future, and so he's going to realize that changing himself is kind of the key to changing the future. It's what's coming to four, you know, to fruition, but not for like the season. Well, like not for like the big final. Lest, blow.
3: lest we forget that Barry left a, vo- a future Barry left a voicemail.
1: That is true. He did. Oh, yeah. On Legends, I forgot about that. Yeah, he
2: says not to trust him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not about that. But that's Barry from twenty fifty six. So maybe Savatars Barry from twenty fifty six. <laughs> no, but this is weird, because the Flash vanished in a crisis in 2024. It becomes Avatar. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm on Derek's side. I'm on Derek's side.
1: It's Barry. Y'all want to put some money on? Uh, not money, but y'all want to put uh, y'all want to put some, some fun on this? No, all no, right, no. the future Flash thing. I'll, all right, I'll give you that, Derek. I'm, I'm starting to see. Carissa's see backing
3: this. me up in the chat. I'm calling it Future Barry. It's a grizzled. He's going to have, like, a scar and, like, a... Patch over his eye, and it's going <laughs> to be future Barry. Wait, are we like, are we getting serious right now?
1: <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes.
3: I will put I just, money on have, this. I'm going to say Eddie. I'm going to go with Eddie, and I have a button, uh, a Vacation Bible School Jesus button. I'm willing to put on it. vintage. I
2: have a Brooks button. I'll bet that. I've got. I'm uh, looking around the room. What do I have here? I <sighs> also have some Scotch tape.
1: I've got a busted uh, – mm, I've got a broken uh, uh, fingernail clipper that I will put down.
3: Bo, what do we want to do to make this uh, interesting?
1: Uh, I mean I think uh, uh, Steve is putting up his uh, Jesus Camp button. Uh, Bell's putting up a broke button. I've got my uh, busted toe clipper. What do you have?
3: I'm thinking bigger. Oh, you want to go bigger? I'm thinking bigger. I don't go have toms? a bigger button around. That's fine. We're just going this is between Bo and me. You want to do show tunes? What you want to do? I got a jolly rancher. <laughs> all right. All right. The if, earnestness, uh, the uh, the earnestness Dang, the of that
1: stuff? quote. I got a jolly
3: rancher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So if if we're right, uh-huh. then then you have to come to Jackson. Mhm. I'm going to Jackson. <laughs> and you have to podcast with me together. Uh-huh. We're going to do it together. Uh-huh. Can I come? Um yeah, yeah, man, Steve, you've 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 got an open invitation, sir.
3: Oh, okay. See you tomorrow. I don't even have an open <laughs> invitation. I'm right outside your door.
1: <laughs> I'm not home right I'm now.
3: I can hear every word you say. I'm the face in the window. Ah! Edna. And if I win, Flash TV talk is mine.
1: No. no. <laughs> oh, it just no. got real. <laughs> wait, wait. I want the stare. Empire hang on now
3: if if I would now. you hang up your gloves and you leave town forever this is old west <laughs> rules <laughs>
1: <laughs> I see how this goes um so no
3: okay
1: uh but how about you get you get you can have the you can have the TV we'll keep the flash and talk mmm flash talk flash talk dot net yeah, we'll take and and I don't want the Starkville part. I'll just take the podcast mm. and the labs,
2: so we could make flash podcast talk labs. Yes,
3: I'd say just whoever wins get has has to be on the other one's show.
1: Yeah, but like in person, like literally, you either have to come to Jackson, I have to come to I have to go exactly. to Tupelo.
3: Look, I'm fat and lazy. That seems like a lot of effort.
1: Oh, okay. Somebody's not that confident in their future. Barry theory is what I'm hearing.
3: I'm confident in a lot of things, but getting my ass off the couch into Jackson's not one of them. <laughs> I'll tell you that much right now. I've got a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> All right, you you and Belle do the Jolly Rancher and the buttons. You also what? have to sing Ray Stevens' The Streak. Who do? Uh, Bo. Oh.
1: You you have to do the sister what? act. Wait
3: wait, Karen Karen in the chat just gave us the the fanboys question to end the show. What if we're all wrong?
1: Rogue <laughs> <laughs> Media